Hey church, uh, just want to uh, present this to the gorgeous Julia, the mother of Inspire House, before she comes and preaches. I know it's going to be good today and uh, this is going to be amazing. So to my beautiful wife, Julia, there you go, baby, from Inspire Church. Happy. So it's a huge happy Mother's Day to her, but to every mother in the house, every mother watching online today, we want to wish you a huge happy Mother's Day. And obviously after this, we're having a morning tea for you all. But come on, let's give all the mothers just a huge cheer today and thank them for being amazing right across this place online today. Thank you, mums. You are amazing. In fact, stop for a moment. Why don't we just take a moment there and just think of a mum in your life. Your mum, like mine, might be in heaven now. But there are many mums who, who are mums to us. I'm thinking right now, great to have Pam Blackburn back in the house, who's like uh, a mum to us all, and uh, especially to the youth. But just think right now, just think of a mum and speak a blessing over their life, okay? Because there's nothing like the blessing of God on a great mum in your world. Let's do that right now. Father, we thank you for the amazing mothers. God, we thank you for the influence and the impact that they have on our lives. We thank you that we are here today because of a great mum. Every one of us is here to celebrate that. God, as we do baby dedications days because of awesome mothers. And God, we thank you right now for that incredible opportunity. Over Pastor Julia, Lord, as she comes and brings the word today, we speak a blessing over this mother of the house, Lord God. Lord, who stood there and, and uh, through the test of time, God, stands today, brings the word, Lord, has ushered many into the kingdom of God and seen them grow and be discipled. And Father, we want to thank you right now, Lord, for the call of God on us and on our lives and on our future. So in Jesus' name right now, Lord, we declare, let this be the blessed Mother's Day in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give God a huge praise. Um, sorry for squeezing you all in here today. Our building is a little bit further away yet, but we're squeezing people in it. That's fantastic. Um, if you're ready, next week we're going to do a couple of working beats. Just keep your eyes open for the prompts on that. Uh, but we want to get this finished on the inside here and recover from our flood damage. And so if you're visiting with us today, sorry for squeezing you in. But there's nothing like a bit of a squeeze now and then, all right? And uh, so who knows? That could be the Mother's Day message. Thank you. Julia, come and bring us a word, honey. Thank you, everybody. You may be seated. What a beautiful day. Like I just thought I have so much gratitude for my life. In fact, I was just thinking, Nico's behind the camera there, but I was just um, sitting there and thinking that a year ago today, I wasn't here for Mother's Day. I was actually in hospital. And the, the night before, my heart had stopped. And um, I was thinking, I'm sort of pleased I'm here. I'd be missing out on all this and the beautiful morning tea that Christy's arranged for us. Um, she's omnipresent this morning. She's not here. She's got COVID. But she's organised a beautiful um, morning tea for you mums and these beautiful children that are going to be dedicated. You know, um, so don't rush away, family. You've got to come and enjoy it. But, you know, we need to have gratitude. 
And when we were singing that, thank you, God, you know, for the blood, I just thought, thank you, God, that um, you raised me up and I'm still here to enjoy Mother's Day this year. That's so good. Nico's sort of pleased I'm here too because sort of when my heart stopped, I face-planted into a bowl of suits, soup sitting beside him. and um, He was a bit traumatised, weren't you, Nico? <laughs> And then they put me in an ambulance and they were trying to assess whether I was brain damaged or something. And um, I was sitting there with um, prawns in my hand from the soup because it sort of gone splash. And then I had all these prawns in my hand and, and the ambulance guy said to me, you've got prawns in your hand? And I said, yes, I've heard the hospital food is really bad. So I'm bringing some food with me. And he looked at me and he says, there's nothing wrong with your brain. <laughs> so, you know, even at a time like that, you can have a sense of humour, you know, and how good is our God. And, and I just want to give him all the praise today that, you know, he's a God that's in every area of our lives. Every minute, even when we think he's not doing anything, he's doing something phenomenal. And I'm so thankful for that, that he never leaves me. And even when I'm getting it wrong, and I get it wrong sometimes, you know, Jesus didn't come for perfect people. Thank goodness, because I wouldn't be here. But he came for us, because what you don't realise, whether your parents were Christians or not, the minute you gave birth to that child, God breathed life into them. He gave them the breath of life. That first... (gasps) Was your baby praising God? Isn't that awesome? And then we've just got to, through our journey in life, find our way back to him. Isn't that so awesome that God sent Jesus to be that bridge between our sinful life and his amazing glory? So, amen. But um, it's Mother's Day today, and I... I'm proud of my girls. I've just got to tell you that. You're my girls, and I'm so proud of you. And you know, in um, Ephesians 6, 2 and 3, you know, um, God gave us the Ten Commandments, and it wasn't to confine our lives. It wasn't to make our lives boring. He said, if you live within the confines of this, your life will be rich and it will be powerful and you will have enjoyment and you will not come to harm. Amen? You with me? So in Ephesians 6.2, this is for you mums. It says, honour your father and mother. But I'm saying here this morning, honour your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. With that commandment of obey your mother, it says here, and honour your mother, that it may be well with you and you may live a long life. On the earth, that you would be blessed. It's huge, isn't it? There is no assignment on the earth that requires the array of skills and understanding needed by a mum. This is for you, Sharon. In fulfilling your everyday duties, stop and think about what her job involves. This is you amazing mums over here, too. She must be a resident psychologist. I guess that's living with a man. A doctor. A theologian. 
an educator. You know, those kids don't grow up to be amazing human beings without mums educating them. A nurse, a chef, a taxi driver. I put this in for me, a fire warden, because I had sons and they took after their father. They love fire. The number of fires I put out in my life. An occasional police officer. Yeah, I've been that too. Try to imagine what it would cost you to go out and hire all those skills. So when your wife goes out and buys a new dress, guys, just think, just have the equation. She bought a dress, but imagine if I had to pay for all that skill set. Would it cost me millions? So she's actually saved me money. Okay? Yeah, breach it. And even if you could, how would you know that you could trust them? Like you can trust your, your wife. Mothers do it with love and wisdom. That's because God made them good at what they do. He gave them passion for their children. They would quite literally lay down their lives to protect their children. So don't come between a mother and a baby, okay, guys? The children God has entrusted to their care. That is why they are deserving of our admiration. You know, God never made us perfect. And we are not perfect. But we do our best with what we've got. And I think, mums, I've got to tell you that. Don't beat yourselves up. God did not make you perfect. There's only one person that's perfect, and that is Jesus. So, but you do your best with what you have in your hand. And that's all God requires of you, to do the best with what you have in your hand and do it with love and kindness. And it'll all work out. Amen? So I would like all the mums to stand up. I think we can do that. Yes, come on. And mums at home, I'd like you to stand up. And the people around them, I'd just like you to... Lay a hand on them as we pray for them this morning. God, I just thank you for these amazing women, God, that you've placed in their homes to be a blessing, to train up, to educate, to keep everything in order, Lord. God, they are doing the best with what you have placed in their hands. And I speak blessing over them I today on Mother's Day. I just pray the kiss of heaven. God, that light shines down and God, they feel that kiss and love from you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, girls. Keep doing. I remember coming out of hospital and Shelley and Ollie walking in the door with a roast dinner. I was thinking, how do you know I'm out of hospital? But they walked in with a beautiful roast dinner and, and I just want to thank the people that cared for me when I was unwell and brought meals and, and your goodness and your love. You know, that's why we are better together because we look after each other and right through this COVID, doing meals for each other and just sending words of encouragement, you know, it means so much. Amen. But thank you, mums, and there's a beautiful... Um, morning tea for you out there. I've seen the cupcakes. They are amazing. They're just 
perfect. So, but we're coming round now to baby dedications. We're flipping for mums. And it is a progression because if you didn't have mums, you wouldn't have babies. And um, what an awesome job your mums are doing. And I was just talking to Suzanne and, you know, you think you're going to just be awesome and it's going to be perfect after you have that beautiful baby that's placed in your arms and you think it's going to be great, but that baby has a mind of its own. And for six to eight weeks, you're sort of in a bubble of craziness, you know, and lack of sleep and you think, am I just feeding and cleaning dirty nappies? But, you know, it is worth it. And that bonding is worth it. And I can remember thinking to myself, well, I guess I'm awake and um, I can pray for this child and pray blessing over them. And then I'd fall asleep and I'd mumble. And I was thinking, I hope that's tongues I'm speaking because. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it all comes out. And then you look at these beautiful children sitting here and um, we've all survived, haven't we? We all survive it. And quite often we go back and do it. A second and third time. Isn't that right? So, um, yeah, what a blessing of God, the fruitfulness of um, little Mira there smiling at me. Um, but, you know, um, I was trying to think about, I was thinking about Hannah and Samuel and all, you know, these women that raised up these great men of God. But God kept bringing me back to Timothy. And um, Timothy's father is never mentioned in the word. But his grandmother and his mother are mentioned. And they're not just mentioned, they are named. And I thought there must be something significant in this, that the power of what a grandmother, and I'm one of those, and it's the best thing in the world, and I want to encourage you, Um, Mothers that have children, if you think your kids are driving you crazy, you get grandchildren and their perfection. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, that's right, Sharon. They're a reward. So I just want to encourage you with that. But, um, you know, Paul writes here, like um, Timothy was Paul's apprentice, sort of. And Paul writes here, the Apostle Paul writes, Timothy... I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I know the same faith continues strong in you. You see, children don't grow up to love God. They're trained and they're taught about the goodness of God by their parents. Um. Where am I? Later on, he says, you've been taught the holy scriptures from childhood and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. Amen. Timothy's mother and grandmother were instrumental in teaching Timothy about God, setting him a good example and and nurturing his faith, which led to him being open to salvation, the salvation of Jesus Christ and realising his calling. And, you know, as you read through this, this is all from um, First and Second Timothy, so you can read it to you. You know, you read your children the word 
They might depart from it and they might be crazy. And I was thinking about um, Jacob, you know, when um, Joseph's brothers threw him in the pit, you know, brothers, they're not helpful sometimes, okay, just letting you know. And, um, you know, and told their father who's dead. But there was something in Jacob that he held on to um, that dream that Joseph had of everybody bowing down to him. He held on to it. And, you know, years later when they went to Egypt, um, Jacob saw it come to pass and they were blessed because of Joseph. And, you know, sometimes our children go a bit crazy and, and they walk away. But, you know, we're called to pray and call them back and to go. We keep, we're called to speak the word of God over their lives, remind them who they are. And, you know, I, I watch my, my second son. He's a, a supervisor on the building site and he's not a pastor, but I see him pastoring his workers and, um, you know, and he speaks to them and he's training them up and... Um, and I, um, Wendy and Graham, I had the privilege of having their son Austin working at my house. And um, some people I hear swearing at their apprentices and talking bad things, but I heard them speaking life into them and telling them how to do the job and who they are. And that is what God has called us to do, you know. And, um, yeah, I just think what a privilege because it's easy to see what is wrong, but it takes faith and a spirit, the spirit of God within us to call those things out of their children into who they will be, okay? And so, um, you know, it says here that Lois and Eunice taught Timothy the word of God. They taught him how to pray. It doesn't happen by chance. They taught him how to hear God's voice and they taught him how to have faith and obey God and fulfill his calling in Jesus. What a privilege it is to be able to walk that journey as a parent. I think I find it a privilege when I look at my children and um, see who they are and and what they're growing into, you know, because I wasn't always this person standing up here. You know, I walked and I stumbled and I got up and I kept walking. And somebody asked me the other day, it was um, Regan's birthday and Elena and I went out for a, a coffee. And the cafe owner said to me, how do you get through that, your son being killed? And I said, you stand up. And you just take one step at a time. And it's hard. And, the, you know, many of us have faced traumas in our life. But we're still here because we've stood up and we've just taken one more step and then another step. And, you know, and, and as we do that, faith comes and we walk in and we see a new day. What a privilege. Why don't we just stand up and we just pray? A blessing over all these families. Why don't you reach out your hand? God, I just thank you yeah. for these parents that have stood 
and declare today that they would bring up their children in the ways of the Lord, yeah. that they would bring them to your house yeah. to learn about you and that they would grow strong in your faith and in your strength and at the right time they would stand up and lead a generation and they would walk in righteousness and truth all the days of their lives, yes, that they would influence other young people into what is right and um, bring hope, bring hope to a nation. In Jesus' name, I speak wisdom over your parents and strength, patience. You need oh. much patience. Lord, we In want to Jesus make a declaration name. too over the grandparents that are here today. I just I met some great grandparents down here yes, uh, today. Elijah's grandparents, Lord. Lord, all around here, Jaden's grandparents. And Father, we want to thank you right now for the grandparents that are in the house. Yes. God, we lift them up before you right now. We speak blessing over their life. We thank you, Lord God, as they stand with their children. And Lord, together, Lord, we're always better together. As we raise these families together, Lord, we need each other. And I thank you right now for incredible grandmothers, as Julia spoke about before, incredible grandparents in Jesus' name. And Lord, we declare right now that these families would be, Lord, we don't just dedicate the babies today. We dedicate the families to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I just want to um, just read this Ephesians 6 2 to you again. Honor your father and mother. I think we need to be reminded of this. You know, young people, give your parents a break. They're not perfect and they will get it wrong sometimes, but they love you and they're doing their best. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise. So there's a promise with it. So even if it's going crazy, there's a promise in that, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth, that where you would live well and prosper and do good in the land. Amen. Amen. What? Am I handing back to Pastor John? Well, I, I just think this has been a, a service this morning that I know has really touched uh, many, many hearts. And boy, our hearts need to be touched by the love of God. Boy, there's stuff in our world. and uh, But the, the sense of God's presence has just been uh, so very real. And I, I just encourage you this morning. I, I, I've been blown away by uh, the fact that parents have seen the importance of thinking, no, I, we want to dedicate our children. We, we've, we know God's touch on our lives. We want our children to know God's touch uh, uh, on their lives because they need it in our world. And I, I just encourage this one. Look, before we, before we close, I, could, could I just have uh, every head bowed, every eye closed, just a moment before God as we, before we leave and have this lovely uh, morning tea together, just in, in your heart and life, maybe you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. He's the lover of your soul. He's, he's our heavenly father and we need to walk in right relationship with him. And I encourage you this morning, if you've never surrendered your life to Christ, how, I want to say, how about this morning? How about this morning? surrendering your life. If you would like to do that this morning, look, please, let, let's just pray this prayer together. God, let's just pray all of, all, of this, all of us pray this together. Dear Heavenly Father,
I open my life right now to you this morning. I surrender afresh to you. I ask you to come into my heart and life to be my Savior and Lord. I want you to be my friend, my God, my Lord. I surrender this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Look, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I'd love you to come up, see one of us uh, this, this morning. Let Tell someone about the decision that you made. We'd love to connect with you. Also, those that are online. Look, um, if you've surrendered your life to Christ, I encourage you to tell someone else and, and uh, get hold of a Bible. Read about God's plan for your life. I encourage you to do that. But look, uh, God bless each one of you. It's just been such a thrill this morning. What a great service. How about we put our hands together and thank Pastor Don and Julia just for their input into a lot, lot of families, just the love love there. And uh, but have an awesome week. We love you. Look, church, stay connected. Keep loving each other. And uh, let's have a really awesome morning tea together. God bless you.